Hey there, guys, and welcome back to the All About the Charles podcast. Now, as promised, this is the second episode that I promised to record, even though I basically just recorded the, the two in the same time. I really wanted to record the first one yesterday, but to be completely honest, I didn't really want to jinx anything for today for Charles's race. I was just incredibly invested in it. I have to be honest, even when I whenever I watch the races, I usually have the kind of like the general race going on in my laptop and I usually use my phone to follow Charles's personal camera, you know, his onboard camera, looking at his car, just making sure that, you know, nothing has happened. <laughs> making sure that, you know, I'm I'm keeping tabs on the team, keeping tabs on his, you know, conversations with Xavi, uh, who I believe is his team engineer for Ferrari. I do hope I have that right. But yeah, I mean, fantastic race. I couldn't be happier. I know that P3 is not something that, you know, most people would be proud of, even though I have to say that this season has definitely gone, you know, obviously it's gone into more of like Red Bull and Max Verstappen's way. I know that they, I know it's weird to maybe make an episode on the Belgium Grand Prix. I really want to maybe analyze the seasons, like the, the whole season from the start, from Bahrain to Saudi Arabia, you know, Australia. I know that it hasn't been the same as 2022. You know, that promise, that capability. I know that, again, I know that there's been some massive changes at Ferrari, as I said. I think that there's an episode in it by itself, just kind of like discussing everything that has gone on with Ferrari. Charles's career there and kind of like what the future holds but I think for now I think it's just really important to you know celebrate this amazing achievement of p3 definitely in today's you know in in in, in the current season right now it's it's a big achievement and I think that as I uh, you know as as Charles said as everyone kind of like more or less said even though you know Carlos had a DNF you know it's it's a big smile for the whole team it's a bit it's a big, you know, win for them. And ultimately, it's just something to be really happy and proud of. So with that being said, I'll just kind of like really quickly share my own insights into how everything went. Obviously, you know, there was there was some time. There was definitely, I feel like maybe during the second stint when Charles went into the medium tires, when I was definitely a lot more scared than the first one. I think, I think the best thing that, you know, about Charles starting pole is that looking at some past races here, definitely just kind of like some past incidents in racing in Belgium. I was kind of afraid that, you know, if Charles would have been more or less kind of like winning one of the lower grid positions, I would say like maybe from fourth to lower, there was a higher chance of like, you know, him having a collision with someone or someone going into him. And so I definitely felt a little bit more relaxed about the fact that he was starting on pole, that there was a little extra level of safety for him, you know, to have a good, you know, to have a good start, to have a good um, kind of like run into the first corner, into the first kind of curve, and then all the way up to, I think it's Oroche, I believe it's the name of that hill climb. But ultimately, you know, I think, I think the first stint with, you know, the the first the, the 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 beginning of the race with the soft tires you know Charles had really great performance it was obviously it's a shame that you know Checo uh, ultimately Sergio Perez for those that may not know ultimately got past him in the first lap but you know with the with the spaceship that Red Bull has honestly I have a I have a really big love and hate relationship with Red Bull not my favorite team but I won't get into that <laughs> 
But it was, yeah, I think it was it was a bit of a shame that Checo was able to get Charles on the first lap. But I think ultimately it's something that more or less he expected, more or less the team expected. And I think that still, I feel like Charles really had the um, the game plan really solidly like clarified and clear in his mind that, you know, the fight was not with Checo, the fight was not with Max, the fight was just kind of like to end up in the podium position, even though that was like, even if that would have been like P2 or P3. And I think that he managed that incredibly well. Uh, ultimately, once Verstappen got past Hamilton, there was this really big gap that he was able to build between, you know, Charles and Hamilton. And so I think, you know, that really showed that, first of all, I think that really showed that Charles had an amazing pace throughout the whole race. You know, that he was he was able to keep up you know, with lap times and had, I think, even better performance than the Mercedes of Hamilton and Russell. And ultimately, you know, during the first stint, I was really, I was, I think was just really happy to see that Charles was like, you know, having good performance, that there wasn't that much of high tire degradation and that he was able to really keep up with the car and ultimately, you know, have a really clean first stint. And then obviously once, you know, Hamilton pitted, because basically I think that Charles kind of like ran his whole strategy based on what Hamilton was doing to kind of like avoid the undercut from him. So once Hamilton would pit, Charles would come in on the next lap and pit himself. And I think that was another huge relief for me, especially with the mess at Hungary that, you know, Charles came in, I believe it was for the second, uh, for the second time at pits. And he ultimately got a really slow pit stop of over of over nine seconds, like 9.4, which I was just devastated by that. And so I think today, just, you know, looking at the amazing pit stops that Ferrari had, all of them, I do believe were under three seconds, which was just amazing. And ultimately allowed Charles to always come first or, or ahead from Hamilton. And so, you know, it was during the second stint when he went into those medium tires. I think the biggest fear that I had was the weather. Obviously, I was not hoping for there to be rain. I really thought that it was going to be a dry session the entire time in Belgium. But I think at this point, there's really no guarantees, <laughs> no guarantees in there. And ultimately, there, I, I, I have to say though, like, you know, looking at the race, it seemed that there was going to be like a lot heavier rain coming into the track. And I think ultimately there were just like very few drops. I just have to really mention like crazy and bizarre weather in Belgium. I don't know what's up with them, but yeah, like thousands of dollars in, you know, in, in weather systems. And I think ultimately for me, I was just kind of like amazed that it was only a few drops, but even though it was only a few drops, I was still immensely worried that you know they would be enough to cause maybe Charles to you know to slip or to understeer or oversteer and ultimately crash and you know DNF or just you know ultimately just have a horrible race and I think for me I think there was one there was a little snap that I had that I think Charles had I don't know the name of the of the corner or other straight, but I, I do remember having seen Charles having that little slip up moment and thinking, oh man, like, you know, tracks getting a lot wetter, getting a lot sleepier. Please don't let him do that. But I think ultimately Charles coped amazingly well with the circumstances, you know, keeping the tires, managing the car really well. And, you know, luckily after the rain came by, you know, the 
once again, the track dried very quickly. And Charles was just, again, able to like keep going on those medium tires, still keep a reasonable gap to Hamilton. And ultimately, once Hamilton pitted for the last sets of soft tires, then Charles came in and once again got those La, those la, that last set of soft tires for the final stint and you know again I think I was a bit more reassured about the fact that you know having him you know seeing that Charles had an amazing first stint with the softs I was so I was a bit relieved you know I was definitely thinking that he was going to have an easier time now and that I and I more or less was kind of like thinking that p3 is almost but guaranteed for him but I was very scared once his engineer told him that he had to do some fuel saving he had to increase liftoff for the car which i'm not sure what that means but i'm guessing some strategy for fuel saving but ultimately yeah no i was incredibly just nervous about the fact that you know maybe this was costing charles a lot of time and allowing hamilton to count down the gap to him and for me i think again just charles had an amazing management of fuel, of tires, ultimately being able to like do an amazing job and still keep a, I would say, I I have to say like, he, I, I don't believe Charles let Hamilton get, you know, lower than a 1.5 gap between the two of them, which I think is just amazing in and of itself. I think he was able to like really manage the tires, really manage the fuel. And I think just at the end, once I saw Hamilton coming in, just kind of like, you know, maybe more or less realizing that he just wanted to go in for the, you know, for a new set of tires to kind of like get that fast lap in. Then, you know, I was, I was a whole lot relieved. I think for me, it was just like, you know, driving the last three or four laps, making sure that everything was neat, was kept well and ultimately securing that p3 so yeah i think that an amazing race as i mentioned there's a lot of things to unpack for ferrari i know that they still have the tire degradation issue that's a really huge one uh, i think they're they've been able to increase top speed but i think ultimately like race before like race pace it's something that they need to improve but looking at today looking at the race today i feel like you know either the car was able to really perform well for this track air or hopefully the upgrades changes and work that you know charles and the team are doing are really working well for the car and i really hope yeah that just coming back to the next half of the season they're able to pick up again they're able to like you know get small places on the on, on these podiums get more points be able to like maybe pass aston martin in the constructors championship for charles also like to like go a few places ahead in the driver's championship right now i think he's paired with George Russell, which, you know, not bad, but definitely would love to see him be a little bit higher. But ultimately, I think it's it's an amazing, it's a great achievement, you know, something to really be proud of, especially in this Red Bull dominance era. And I think ultimately, Charles did an amazing job securing P3. He couldn't, I, I don't think there was much else to have been done. And yeah, I guess just a really great way for an amazing send-off for the summer break and so with that i'll end this episode just really happy with the p3 for charles today in belgium and here's hoping that the next half of the season can be more or less the same if not better so thank you once again guys for joining and i do hope you enjoy the episode bye